If you had to come up with a plan B to retool as a leader in today's down economy, with the experience and knowledge you already have, these are the exact steps you can take to thrive. Welcome to the Visionary Leaders Circle podcast. I am your host, Dr. Ginny Barrow. Leaders want it all. In this podcast, we talk about it all, from how to integrate all of who you are, from developing leadership skills and empowering yourself with a growth mindset in your career, relationships, finances, and even your emotional, physical, and spiritual health. Thank you for joining us. In this episode, Dr. Jenny Barrow interviews Paige Granger, the grants manager at the Rockefeller Foundation. Paige is an experienced global philanthropic and nonprofit program and project management professional who focuses on philanthropy and program development within fast-paced and deadline-driven environments. My goal is to get the perspective of different leaders across the board. And I know you are a brand new director and leader for a nonprofit yep. organization. Yep. And so I wanted to pick your brain and I want to thank you for showing up today. Sure, thanks. So Paige, tell us a little bit about you and your background, uh, because that is the context that you will use to, to talk about leadership and the skills that are necessary in these really challenging times. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, as you said, I am a new leader in title, um, but I've just became the director of grants management here at the Rockefeller Foundation in the position since April, so still pretty new. Um, but I've been in the field of philanthropy for about 10 years, um, starting first as an assistant in the department and then me becoming a grant manager and now looking for a new challenge, leaving the institution that I had been at and then starting at Rockefeller um, about a year ago. Um, and so transitioning to this new role um, and taking the time to, to get to know, know the organization and, and how it functions, how it's different from where I came from. and using the skills that I garnered in other locations um, for this role. Um, but leadership isn't new per se in, in terms of just where I am. So previously I worked at a camp for children with HIV AIDS and was the camp director there. Um, and so I developed some leadership skills there in a different forum, still the nonprofit field. Um, it's definitely a different experience, but a challenge in, in and of itself. And so I've taken lessons from that experience to where I am now. Have you always worked in nonprofit? I have, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was always sort of what I wanted to, to be a part of. I, I went to graduate school for international development. I was born and raised overseas. I always wanted to have the international experience and the perspective, really. Um, and so wanted to stay close to that. And I found that the nonprofit space was, was the most appropriate space for what I wanted to achieve. Good for you. So you knew way up front that that's, that's where you wanted to grow up, basically. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's in my family. My sister is in the nonprofit field. She works for a humanitarian aid organization. I always found that really interesting. The camp that I worked for um, was part of a humanitarian aid organization, so it had a global perspective, though it was domestically focused. Um, and the foundations that I've worked up with and been a part of have all been international grant makers. Wonderful. Well, thank you for giving us that background. And I, I know you, right? So I <laughs> yep. exactly where you come from, but I wanted the yep. audience who's listening and watching to also get to know you a little bit better. Thanks. So Paige, uh, I want to ask you about leadership and the leadership skills that you believe are the most critical during this time. What would those mm -hmm. be from your perspective? 
for my perspective for this time specifically, I think empathy, empathy is the biggest one to really understand what people are going through, to be mindful of the situation that everybody's in. Everyone's experiencing this time in such different ways. Um, there's people with kids, people without kids, people with aging parents, um, you know, caretakers that are now in full-time jobs at home with their caretaking responsibilities at home. So there's just so much on everybody's plate. And so as a leader, you have to really take into account all of those situations that people are in and being, being able to listen and understand um, and then step in where needed to help people prioritize, help take things off people's plate. Sometimes they don't like to let go, but it's needing to step in and say, you know, we need to, we need to make a change here for you for the better. It's not a referendum on anybody's job or, or their skills, but just to be mindful of the situation that they're all into right now. And what has been uh, one of the most challenging aspects of showing or being empathetic at work, especially in a virtual world? Yeah, patience. I think patience is one that gets tested, especially in this digital virtual world. Everything happens so quickly and you have the expectation that it continues to happen so quickly. Mm -hmm. um, and so needing to be empathetic that people are slower right now. They need more time because there's so many pulling priorities. So patience is one. Um, and that's, that's a, that's a challenging one. And I think also acclimating, like I'm not a technological wizard in any way. So getting used to being surrounded by technology and dependent on technology all the time today, my internet failed and it felt like ages of and it was just also being patient with myself of like, okay, like I've missed five minutes of a call. So it's going to be okay. I can yeah. find out what happened. Yes. You're going to survive, right? Yeah. Putting yeah. things in perspective. Yeah, exactly. I think, and that's also the piece of like, you have to be empathetic to yourself, not just to the people that you're working with. Tell me more about that. Yeah. I think we put a lot of pressure on ourselves as leaders. You have to be right. You have to, have all the answers you have to be the perfect example but we we aren't we won't be there's no such thing as perfection and it's trying to just navigate that space of okay I tried let's see if we need to do it differently the next time or um, what do you think would be beneficial how can how can you help the situation you know I think sometimes it's hard to ask for help in this situation you think like you're the leader you're the one that's helping everybody but it's good to step back and, and ask for help and let people help you. I think what you've taught me through our work together is right. Those, those six buckets that people need to want to have filled and being of service to somebody is, is important. I know that's important to me in my role. It's why I'm in nonprofit. So letting people help me is something that you've taught me, which I think is really important. And it gives people a lot of, um, you know, importance. Relevance. Significance. Yeah. Relevance. Significance. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. So Paige, you are, so you're relatively new to your new role as director mm -hmm. and uh, it's a pretty, it's a very significant role, right? Mm -hmm. um, yep. The organization's uh, grants management process, it's at the mm -hmm. core of what the organization does, which is, yep. to, you know, help individuals through their grants and organizations. Mm -hmm. What would you say, um, Paige, has helped you take on this role from a place where you feel empowered? My own manager, the leader of my team. I'm a leader within a leadership structure um, and there's somebody above me. And I think 
her guidance, her empathy, her patience um, have been really profound in terms of my development to learn from her. And then, you know, at the same time, she challenges me of, you know, why did I do that? Or not, not in any kind of caustic in a, in a sense of just trying to get a better understanding as to why I made a decision. Um, and that's all been really helpful. Um, and also she has a tremendous amount of understanding too. And then she recognizes she recognizes my work and that is something that I try to do as well for the people that I work for just recognizing the effort and the success that they're having um, and then also recognizing the failure that it's not failure everything's a learning process and we can work through it um, but yeah I think it's been the leadership that I've been around that's really been important to me to my success it helps out it's, it's much easier to emulate right mm -hmm. an inclusive leader yeah. Who, who makes you feel like my work matters. Right. It's a lot easier when we can role model it, right? Exactly. We can see somebody and, and emulate them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then you, you, you want to work more for that person. You want to really continue to have that rapport, really work to highlight their skills because they're highlighting your skills. You don't want to, you know, it makes you, it makes you a, better, a better team member. It does. Leadership. Yeah. It really does. So let's talk about companies and how companies um, can develop their leaders because we know, listen, everybody can improve, right? And yep. while we want to focus on our strengths and how to leverage those strengths, we also want to make sure that we're getting ourselves to our next level, whatever mm -hmm. that may be. So mm -hmm. what advice would you give organizations in terms of how they should approach developing their leaders during these times? I guess one that I should think of too as a leader of how do I develop those leadership skills within my own team, um, providing opportunity um, for engaging in new projects is one of the biggest things. I know that in, in past experiences, being able to be on a committee to think through something that's organization-wide was really helpful. One, because I got to meet other people in the organization. Two, because I got to be challenged in a mindset that was my, from my root work. Um, and so that was that was really helpful because it made me think about things in a different way. So I think being able to have opportunities to engage across departmentally in any way, uh, to engage in work that benefits the totality of the organization through committees or through um, events or, or leadership opportunities, all of those things make a difference. Yeah, and that's easily accessible, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, like there's a DEI committee at work, there's a social committee at work, there's um, the ability to um, engage in a, a training program that I thought of. And I reached out to HR and said, you know, I've heard this, you know, what do you think? And um, it's something that I'm going to work on with the HR team to make better grant makers internally. So it's that opportunity too to to bring something to an organ to the organization to a leadership team to say hey what about this and having that heard and thought through and and having people wanting to engage in it i'm excited for that so I'm creativity so exactly innovation um, yep exactly wonderful yeah. wonderful thank you paige now leaders who are listening and watching who mm -hmm. are looking to develop a unique edge during this time of a pivot the next mm -hmm. normal, right? Mm -hmm. The new normal, whatever name people are calling it these days. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What would you advise those leaders to do 
or what, what kind of advice would you give them to create that unique edge? I think look outside your own four walls <laughs> or your own screen. You know, not just how your organization is functioning, but who else is out there? Now that we have this virtual way of living in so many ways, there's access to so many more people now. Um, and being able to connect virtually is possible. Um, being part of different associations, you know, in my work, I'm a part of a grant making association, and that's been really beneficial to meet other leaders, other thought partners, um, other organizations across the country that are doing the same work in a different way. Everyone's doing it differently. There's something more to learn always. So um, I think it starts with learning and listening because you can't, you can't just pull it all out of thin air. You need to ground your ideas somewhere, and it's always helpful to talk to others to learn more about what's in the field. What about those who may feel that, well, if I speak with others about the stuff we're doing, are we giving away our secrets? And, you know, how do I, how do I keep my edge, right? When mm -hmm. I speak with others and simultaneously connect with them. What would you say to them? I, well, I would think that, you know, if people get excited about it, you're automatically getting buy-in. It, it makes your idea that much more fruitful if other people want to copy it per se. You know, there's, you already realize that it's a great idea and there might be energy there to help you. I don't think it's all a negative. Paige, thank you so much for your time. I know um, that these are very uh, unsettling times in, in mm -hmm. many ways, right? Uh, we've had to create a new way of working overnight, technically. Mm -hmm. And what would you like to leave our audience uh, with in terms of a message, a final message for them? I think that this time has shown us how flexible and adaptable we are, that everything can be overcome, that you know we can face every challenge and really come out it out on the other side the better for it. Um, and I think we need to hold on to that, that we can rise above it all. Yes, and so to rise above it all, what are some of those qualities that people will need in terms of yeah. you know, things that they may need to change um, and, and maybe look at things differently? Right. What are some of those from, from your angle? Well, for me, being able to um, have those touch points with people, like I couldn't just walk into somebody's uh, office any longer. So setting up a standing meeting with people to be able to always have that check-in or setting up a standing coffee break with the team just to see them every now and again. Now we just have to be more intentional, you know, really thoughtful about needing to touch base with people or communicate with individuals or who we really need to talk to. Um, it makes us just more thoughtful. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with that. No. <laughs> no, I think we're learning a lot in this moment because of We it. are, right? A lot of what you share, I feel, Paige, a lot of what you shared applies to when we're in the office too. Yeah, I know, we just have to hold on to that. It's easier yes. to, to, to let things just sort of happen when we're all back in the office. I think there's lessons from this time that we need to work on to hold on to and not let them go. Yeah, I agree. Thank you so much, Paige. How can people reach you? Can they connect with you on LinkedIn? Yep, Paige Granger on LinkedIn um, with the Rockefeller Foundation. Please don't hesitate. Wonderful. Great. Thank you so much, Paige, and I look forward to seeing you soon. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks again. If you enjoy this content, subscribe to our podcast and share it with your friends. And if you want to stay in touch and hear from us, join our community to receive valuable strategies and tools at executivebound.com. I'll see you next time.